listening to the Unofficial BattleBots Podcast, recording almost live from the Unofficial Studios in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. This is episode number 23, Desperado Instant Reactions. It's fight night, it's robot talking time! What a battle, what a night. It is fight night. Uh, we're your hosts. I'm Al. And I'm Alan. We are a super fan podcast following season four of BattleBots on the Discovery Channel and the Science Channel. We are spoiler free, which means you won't hear about it until it's been aired on television. We won't talk about it until we've seen it. We just saw Desperado. What an amazing, amazing night. Yeah. Uh, I'm just shocked by how great Black Dragon is. Black Dragon, uh, that was the main event. Black Dragon, uh, we're just going to tell you right up front, Black Dragon beats Minotaur in the championship. They automatically earn a spot into the top 16, the final tournament, the championship tournament at the end of the season. Um, and frankly, they don't need it. Yeah. Uh, because they um, are sitting really nice right now. Yes. Yes, they are. Um, after three more wins, they are four and one. Yeah, yeah. and you could consider them five and zero, given that they were in a controversial judge's decision. Correct. That and BattleBots went back on their word with, and like in an Instagram comment, they said that Black Dragon actually should have won the fight. Right. So. Yeah, and we, Alan and I, talked about this as we were watching the Desperado tournament. Um, this this is a selection committee based uh, tournament. Top sixteen. Top 16. So it's not like the NFL where the you know, the six the teams with the best records yeah. make it in. So your record has less to do with it than the selection committee does because they choose. Yes. So yeah, you want a better record. But in the selection committee's eyes, Black Dragon hasn't lost this year. They're no. 5-0. Yeah. <laughs> so. so whoever, if they would have lost that battle, um, they, they'd I could, still be yeah. in. I mean, to me... Um, you know, the big story out of this is Black Dragon and Minotaur will both be in my top 16 yeah, next week. Yeah, same for me. Um, and the other big story, I guess there were two other big stories. Endgame and Warhawk, their season is over. Yeah, it's practically over. It's over. Yeah. I mean, they still get Warhawk, the fight. Yeah, Warhawk's 2-2. Two and two. If, you can't make it, if you can't make it to the championship, if you can't win the championship, your season's yeah. over, right? Yeah. Yeah, I can agree with that. Um, and then the other big story... It's kind of flying. It's going to fly under the radar, I think. But we finally got to see Deep Six. Yeah, it, it's it was a fun bot to watch. Yeah, I want to see it take on someone that didn't lose to Mammoth. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think yeah. that's that's a story we'll end up talking about. Yes. Um, okay. Um, let's get right into it. Let's talk. Uh, how should we do this? How do you want to do this? You want to just talk about uh, each battle as they happened? Yeah, just fight um, by fight. And then we can go, you know, then we'll, you know, eventually end up at the championship and we yeah. can talk about all the ramifications and all that. Okay. All right. Let's start talking about it. Yeah. Desperado. Sitting in a whole Monte Carlo. A man is out of hollow. Take it easy. All right. First fight of the night. Uh, we got to see Minotaur. Taking on Lucky. Yeah. Uh, Minotaur, at that point, they were 0 2 uh, with losses to Whiplash and Gigabyte. Lucky came in at 0 1 with a loss to Bloodsport. 
Um, the big story coming out of that, I think, was that uh, Minotaur had spent most of their time grinding down that drone. Yeah, they spent 16 hours working on their bot. Most of it, um, they made it look like most of it was grinding down that drum, and it, it really paid off in that battle. We got to see Minotaur's drum actually working. Yeah, so they really they needed to work on their ground clearance. Um, Lucky came in. It was funny because they even mentioned this on the episode uh, with extra top armor. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I I don't blame them for it because when you see fights like Minotaur versus Sub Zero, Minotaur tends to flip over the bot and hit their top, and that's where they do most of their damage. Yeah, so it's, it's I think it's pretty smart for them to do that. Okay, so well, there you go. There's the there's the uh, reason I guess. Uh, yeah. I just thought it was kind of uh, kind of funny. Yeah. Um, this fight didn't um, have much drama. No, it was just Minotaur was Minotaur. Yeah, uh, they ripped one of the wheels off of Lucky right away. Um, they were able to get around to the backside of Lucky, kind of flip him from behind, yeah. pretty much do anything they wanted. Now, <laughs> while we were watching this match, we kept noticing, and the announcers kept noticing, how Minotaur was smoking. Yep. Um, so we were a little worried about that. Um, a couple times, you know, they would back off on their weapon. Yeah. And then once they, you know, got it back up to full speed. It would start smoking again. It would start smoking again. Um, So they won by uh, knockout. Yeah. Um, You could hear at the end of that fight that death hum that we talk about all the time. And Minotaur actually said that they were smoking because her weapon belts were pretty loose. Right. And they said they expected that. And the smoking was actually good. Right. So It meant that it was working the way they expected. Yeah, so there was a concern um, that... That might be a problem uh, yeah. the rest of the night. Uh, but they did explain that they just loosened the belts uh, to yeah. help the drum. And it's not like someone was on fire or was about to get on fire. Correct. It was the weapon belts just right. spinning fast. Yeah, and it would take a long time for those to burn up. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, a couple huge flips. Um, yeah, Lucky the Flipper spent most time in the air in this battle. Right. And, you know, we like to call it a puncher yeah. more than a flipper um, just because it punches out and stuff yeah. up straight up. Um, but they, you know, they lost control. Um, they kind of talked about how, you know, Lucky was going to try to box rush Minotaur. That's what people always say they're going to try to do. Yeah. Um, they came out and they went straight at him and yeah. they they ignited their weapon and they missed because Minotaur saw him coming. Like, yeah. they should have came right at Minotaur and then chose one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Gone and just left hope or they right. Chose and just correctly. hope they choose the right way. Because, yeah. you know, Minotaur's not just going to stand there and take <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, they're going to turn it. One way or the other. Um, so, and then we saw Lucky just continually, continuously miss. Yeah, and they were just getting popped in there over and over again. And this is really what Minotaur is. They were slowly chewing up Lucky, and all of a sudden, Lucky's just not moving. Yeah, and what's weird is I kind of, I, I almost feel like I can hear Minotaur humming in the background. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and Lucky, they had some armor for the front wheels, which actually stayed on. So. Yeah. You, I was shocked you, you by that. that. I thought it was going to get ripped off. Yeah. But it stayed on. It's not like Minotaur didn't hit it. They were hitting that armor a yeah, lot. Yeah, repeatedly. And um, it yeah. stayed. So, good um, for you, them. Again, you you pointed that out right away. Um, this was a domination. And you know what? Just cutting through the chase, um, these first four battles were all dominations. They were all yeah. knockouts. Um, and none of them were really close. No. And after we saw the first round, I had mentioned to you, uh, as we were watching live, um, it, it's almost like the they, selection committee picked four bots that would win and four bots that would lose. Yeah, 
They so. weren't real competitive. Shredderator no. was by far the most Same competitive. Same for, I mean, Gruff, if they could actually move after their first hit, they could have done some stuff to end game. Yeah, it just wasn't a very fun battle. No. Um, but we will talk about that because that was the third fight. Um, yeah. The second fight of the night saw Black Dragon, uh, the eventual champions, uh, and the number three seed coming in, taking on the six seed, Captain Shredderator. To me, this was the battle I was most excited for in the first oh, round. Oh, yeah, me too. And I think it was the best battle in yeah. the first round. Yeah, it started off with Kem Shredderator uh, doing some great driving around Black Dragon. I mentioned this to you for a full body spinner, Kem Shredderator. They have a great driver, and it's a great driving bot. Yeah, I, I mean, a lot of control for something that's basically out of control. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they're... Like Black Dragon had to back off because they didn't. Because if they were to launch forward, Ken Shredder would have hit the side of their wedge and made them go flying, which actually happened. Um, and okay, so explain that to me again. So, because Captain Shredder was hanging on the weak side of the armor, so let's say they're spinning towards, they're spinning clockwise, and they're at a part where they would just, they're at a point where they could rip off the armor because they would rip off the armor of what Black Dragon, okay, the wedge. And they're continuously on that side. So if Black Dragon were to go forward, it would potentially rip the wedge off and send Black Dragon go flying. Okay. Which, the wedge didn't go flying, but they did go flying. Yeah, um, so, you know, this... Well, let me just start by saying Black Dragon was 1-1 one one coming in. Uh, they yeah. beat Bloodsport and then that decision against Texas Twister, which is really a win, and we might just start calling it a win. Nah, we won't. <laughs> yeah. I, we'll, we'll call it a loss because that's what it was, but we'll always throw in the caveat that we know who really won. Yeah. Um, and then Captain Shredder, Shredderator, they were 0-2. They lost to Wan Hu. That wasn't a great loss, um, but then they lost to Witch Doctor. Which, which Doctor's Witch Doctor? Which, which, which Doctor is... Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and so really neither um, bot came out real aggressive. Um, they were really more focused on spinning up their weapons. They kind of danced around for yeah, a while. Yeah, I was about to say they were circling around each other. And then there was this huge, massive hit. And is yes. that the hit you're talking about? Oh, yeah. The one right at the beginning. Um, Shredderator went flying into the wall, and Black, Black Dragon, Dragon went, got flipped over. Yeah, they're flipping into the wall. <laughs> Um, they were able to self-write pretty easily. Yeah. Um, Shredderator came back. They were spinning, but really had no movement. Yeah, and that was a big problem with them. I saw them nudging a little bit. I was like, oh, if they just get out of that certain spot, they might be able to move. So this was the part in the fight where I was a little bit nervous for Black Dragon because they yeah. went in and they 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 gave Shredderator another huge hit um, that knocked the tooth off. You know, they hit him. The wall really knocked the tooth off, yeah. I think. Um, many teeth out. <clears throat> but... They probably didn't have to hit Captain Shredderator again. No, I think they would have been counted out. Right. And in this type of tournament where you have to come back, we've seen it in season one where you can really damage yourself you uh, by taking that extra, extra hit. hit. Now, that was in the championship tournament. Yeah. Um, but this, in effect, was, you know, it's a win or go home, a knockout type of tournament. Yeah. And you got half an hour to fix your bot. Yeah. So they didn't have to. Yeah, they um, didn't have to do that, but they did. It could have went bad, it, but it didn't. Yeah. They won by knockout, um, and they showed how devastating they could be. Yeah, they did. It, it was a sneak peek of what they will do later in the tournament. And for Shredderator, uh, they're now 0-3. They're out of it. Yeah. Um, we, we kind of expected them to be out of it. We were just preparing for the idea that they could upset a bot or two in this tournament yeah and they could really do that to anybody 
Yeah, I could see them in the six spot rumble because as we saw bombshells in it, they're owned for. So it is a possibility. I don't think and in they'll a be rumble, in it. you don't want any of these full body spinners in no. there. No. Yeah, I mean we saw Gigabyte. Because they're protected on all sides. Yeah, we saw Gigabyte in it last year and they did really well yeah. in that rumble. Yeah, because there's no front or back or sides. Yeah. There's no just... exposed wheels. I mean, so you can't sneak up on them. Yeah. If I'm in a rumble with Minotaur, if I can sneak up behind them and flip them over, that's um, good. That's good. But, but you, you can't can, do yeah. that with Gigabyte or Shredderator or Sunwayachi or dare I say Bloodsport or Kronos or or Kronos. <laughs> I thought I took the bar as far down as I could go, but you took it one step yeah. lower. Good. Um, okay. Anything else about this fight? I mean, this was this was not a very. Um, Exciting fight at first, but there were enough hits to keep us entertained. Yeah. Uh, they did show the big hit in the promo at the beginning of the episode. Well, I wouldn't call it a promo, but the little intro. Yeah, the little teaser. Yeah, and that really got me excited for that fight. But it turns out that was mainly the only good part of the fight. You know what's funny is when they show that intro, um, that little teaser at the beginning yeah. with kind of what's to come. Mm-hmm. Um, I always just focus on the hits and I try to block out who the bots are. Uh, but I can always see your mind spinning going, oh, that's so-and-so again, so-and-so. Yeah. Like, there's going... It, and so you're thinking, like, there's going to be this big hit in this match. Yeah. And every time they do that, I'm hoping it's at the beginning yeah. of the match. And most of the time it is. Most of the time it is. They know what they're doing. And they didn't spoil any matchups, too. Correct. In that intro. Correct. They didn't show any second round or third yeah. round matchups. They did spoil one of the matches in episode one, sadly. Uh, but What was that? That was Minotaur versus Endgame. They showed them fighting in the intro for the first episode. But how did they spoil it? Well, they showed them fighting. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, I did not pick that That was up. a fight I was constantly looking forward to. And I saw they were both in Desperate. I was like, oh... Okay, so you're saying earlier in the season they showed yeah. them two fighting against each other. Yeah. So then when the brackets came out, you assumed they were fighting yeah. tonight, which they did. Yeah, which they okay. did. Okay. Um, well, you had to put a lot of pieces together to get to that. Maybe. I didn't think about it for a long time. So, yeah, they spoiled it for you, but probably 99% of yeah. the people it, it had no idea that that was happening. Yeah. Including me. Hmm. Um, all right, uh, so the third battle... Of the night was number four Endgame against number five Gruff. Um, you know, after watching this battle, I, I kind of understand why Gruff was the five seed. I still would put Shredderator ahead of them. But yeah. this is a bot I always underestimate. Yeah. I mean, this bot, while they did have drive issues, they were mainly working the entire fight. Sure, like maybe one of their wheels weren't working. And for that reason, they couldn't drive all. But they still put up a great fight against Endgame. Yeah, so, you know, Gruff came in 1-1. One one. They had beaten uh, Marvin and Gemini in a rumble. Yeah. So, it's one win. Um, and they lost to Copperhead uh, just judges. recently. Yeah, it was uh, in the judges' decision, which is pretty impressive when you face Copperhead. Absolutely. Um, because it's another big weapon. Um, and they were facing Endgame, the number four seed. They were 0-2. Uh, they lost to Death Roll after dominating. They lost to Ribot after dominating. Um, so, the thing with them always is... They break down. Are, do, are they going to have durability issues? Yeah. And they did have issues in this fight. <laughs> so when the when the introductions were happening, yeah, my big takeaway from that was how beat up Gruff is. It looks like a battle. Like <laughs> yeah. a battler. Like a bot that has been through 100 battles in 20 days. Yeah. And <laughs> most of that damage is just from Copperhead. 
there's a little scratches on the front wedge from Gemini. I, I just, I guess, I just like that they don't um, even try. Paint. Yeah, to, they don't paint to, over to it to make it look better. I, I like it. I That's like what the Life look. Force did last season with their spinner. There's barely any paint on it just because of how much battles they went through. Yeah, which I, I agree with. Um, they mentioned that Gruff is unkillable. Yeah. In the intro, this made me dead certain that Endgame was going to knock them out. But I, so technically, the, they fought, were the fight out. ended in a knockout, but, but not Endgame, by Endgame didn't knock them out. Yeah. So let's go through it real quick. Um, Gruff was aggressive, but they were hitting the floor even early. Yeah. And that was one big problem. It was with their lifter, though. So if, yep. the, if that did become a larger problem, they could just lift her, lift her up. And, and that lifter things. is very powerful. It is. another. It's underrated. And their flame is underrated. It's 3,600 degrees, as they mentioned on the episode today. Um, it, it is huge. And they were able to use it um, after Endgame, Endgame uh, had a couple big hits. Yeah. I mean, so there was one big hit um, where Endgame kind of lost control. Gruff kind of lost control. Uh, another huge hit. Endgame yeah. lost a belt. We thought, okay, this might be the end. You you no, knew this, already that they had yeah. a belt on each side. Yeah, because I know they lost the belt and they fought Death Roll. And this was like, I think it was in like one of the first hits of the battle. And they were still getting great hits, so I wasn't too worried. Because yeah. I know that they can still do great hits with one belt. So this is another thing that's happening in BattleBots. These, these duplication of, of uh, belts. belts and, and Which has helped twice. Yeah, uh, in the last two episodes we've seen it uh, in both. Um, yeah. So there was a knockout uh, with two seconds left because Gruff, with their lifter, got stuck inside the kill saws like we've yeah. never seen. Like the slot for the kill saws. Like it basically went under that and almost up through the second yeah. kill saw. Yeah, and the little part in between the two slots was just, it was bent up all the way. Right, and you could tell they were trying to just rip through that. And uh <laughs> couple points i thought they might yeah it um, looked like they had a chance because i was convinced that they were not going to get out of there right away like they were just yeah. stuck in so far yeah uh that it was like they're not getting out of there and they they didn't um so with endgame my thoughts after that battle against gruff uh again technically a knockout their first win of the year um huge weapon yeah durability issues average driving yeah which, I mean, you don't want durability issues when you're going up against Minotaur in the next round. Right. So, Right. Um, for Gruff, um, you know what? I, I have a lot more respect for that bot than, yeah. than I had in the past. Yeah. If, if they didn't lose some drive after that first hit, this battle could have gone completely differently. Yes. Yeah, uh, and Gruff, I felt like that flame might have actually um, helped. Yeah, maybe a little bit. And we Gruff had two different chances to flip over Endgame. They got close twice. Yep. If Endgame were flipped over, they could have been the Endgame. Yeah, it could have been the Endgame. <laughs> they they were moving their self rain stick a little bit in the battle, uh, just like out of nowhere. They're just like, okay, let's just test if it works. Yeah. And it was moving. It looked pretty slow though, so I don't know if it was actually going to self right them. Right. But um, by far um, the closest we came to an upset. In the first oh, round, yeah. by far. Yeah, and it was four against five, so it's not that much of an upset, but it would be one nonetheless. All right, and the fourth battle of the night was uh, the number two seed, Warhawk, versus number seven, Ragnarok. Now, Ragnarok came in 0-2. 
Um, they lost to Monsoon and Valkyrie. Yeah, um, which both are by great one box. hit. Yeah, but um, I think Monsoon was two hits, but still, it's not impressive. Right. I mean, that fight was the f- quickest fight I remember this year. Yeah. Uh, basically, either that or them versus Valkyrie. <laughs> right. So uh, the only way it could be any quicker is if a bot just never moved out of the starting square. box. Yeah. Starting Which square. I don't think that can happen because I've heard some instances where when the bots are getting ready, you know, like they move before they press. Yeah. Uh, if they're not moving, they give them a little bit extra time. Yeah. To figure it out. Because they don't want a fight to happen. It's just like, oh, okay, they're not moving. Um, Warhawk came in at one and one. They beat Petunia and got destroyed by Hydra. Um, you know, our big question was, could they put the bot back together in time for this? Um, and and in this fight, yeah, they did. They were able to put their bot back together. Their weapon is spinning. They, they could get some great hits, but, uh, Ragnarok has some great defense with their wedges and Warhawk did get some great hits, but. Again, Ragnarok has great defense. Yeah, and Rag, um, Warhawk had that minibot. Um, Which didn't do much. Ragnarok, now I will give them this. So they put those anti-climbing wedge, wedgelets on the front of their bot, which was really smart because if they had that against Valkyrie, Valkyrie wouldn't have been able to knock out their gear. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I give them credit for that. That mm-hmm. was really smart. It was an yeah. easy... Pretty, it actually helped in this fight. Pretty easy fix, but it was it was actually kind of brilliant. Yeah, and it actually came into play multiple times in the fight. Um, so this ended up being a pretty, a pretty decent battle. Yeah, it was strange how Ragnarok's axe worked. Because out the in the beginning, they're... <laughs> Axe went up really quick, but stopped halfway through. Right. And then slowly went down to the middle. And then yeah. when they came back, it went really fast. It was like a cat playing with you. Like, <laughs> it goes yeah. to pounce and then it just kind of puts its paw in your face. That yeah. was Ragnarok today. Um, my first thought when they were even introducing Ragnarok is why are they even here? Like, why, why are they here? Yeah, I, when I, bots like Bloodsport tried to get into here. Right. It's like, uh, Yeah. Um, so Ragnarok did come out. They were a little bit more aggressive. Um, Warhawk was just kind of pushing them around. Uh, the the mini bot got under Ragnarok. Ragnarok had that little tiny tap hit, as you call it. But then yeah. they got their first big hit of the season. Yeah, which is something to say. And Ragnarok, their only great hits did nothing. And I could see when their axe went really slow. If that if it were to be an actual hit, they could have actually done damage. Because right. in one of their slow hits, they touched the weapon belt. Yeah, of... they were lined up perfectly to smash yeah. them, and they just couldn't do it. No. Which... I mean, they were kind of almost stuck together mm-hmm. in, a, in a spot where if Ragnarok had a real weapon, they, uh, they would have smashed through yeah. Warhawk, and they would have won. They had the chance to rip off the weapon belt, which would greatly change the fight. Yep. Um, there were a couple big hits. Uh, Ragnarok started to fall apart. Uh, then a few more big hits, you know, push around in the screws. Uh, and then a huge hit on Ragnarok, and they just yeah. stopped moving. And so what happened was Ragnarok had Warhawk on its wedges, and they were like, oh, let's bring Warhawk to the screws. And then when they did that, Warhawk actually got under Ragnarok's wedge. And then when they got impacted, when they threw Warhawk into the screws, Warhawk got Big hit off of Ragnarok, throwing it in the air. Yeah, so basically they were pushing Warhawk. They were they were face to face. Yep. Ragnarok was pushing Warhawk and slammed them into the screws backwards, going backwards. But yep. that actually stopped Warhawk 
So Ragnarok, you know, because um, Warhawk couldn't get any power. Yeah. So they were just being pushed around. Well, when they hit the screws, that stopped them, and that just forced Ragnarok into their weapon. Yeah, and that little lip on the front of Ragnarok was thrown straight up. It was bent out. I'm, I was wishing that Ragnarok was still working because we would have seen Warhawk do some great damage if they were to hit that injured part of the wedge. But uh, Ragnarok did stop moving after that hit. Yeah, so Ragnarok, um, they're now 0-3. It's a bad weapon. It's a bad yeah. design. Uh, they need to go back to the drawing board, if you ask me. Yeah. They need to start over. They, If they were to get their axe working the entire time, this could have been a completely different battle because again they had some great instances where they could have gotten great hits but i'm not convinced just... that that weapon can ever be strong enough yeah i mean if they couldn't take advantage of warhawk in this instance how how is it ever going to to work yeah because it seemed like they at least got a couple shots off where it was at yeah. their highest power that they have and available like to them nothing. and it did nothing yeah so uh there's like little grooves maybe on the yeah it did nothing no um for warhawk uh this battle actually really concerned me yeah um it was a weird strategy to just kind of hang back and let ragnarok control the battle yeah and the parts where warhawk was aggressive was when they got the great hits they were hitting the wheels of ragnarok and throwing it in the air but then they would just be like okay push me around now yeah and they seem to have drive issues uh well we know that they eventually did, yeah. but they seem to have drive issues in this battle. My takeaway from this fight was, yeah, they won by knockout, but, but I wrote in my notes, they're not as good as I thought. Yeah, which is sad. Because... I was really high on Warhawk. Two weeks ago, I had them number nine <laughs> in my rankings. Yeah. Um, it, it's sad to see them not do well, especially seeing how they got into the top 16 last season, and they were a great bot last season. Yeah, and that's why I had high hopes for them. I thought they were actually better this year when the season started. I thought yeah. they had improved their bot. Um, I, I, I thought they I were going to be a real contender, um, under the radar contender. Yeah, um, but didn't work out that way. Um, their season's over. Yeah, um, but not because of this battle. So yeah. we'll talk about that in a minute. Yes. But the fifth battle of the night was the first semifinal matchup, which was number one Minotaur. Versus number four Endgame. So at this point, both teams were now one and two uh, because Minotaur had beat Lucky. Uh, of course, they had lost to uh, Whiplash and Gigabyte. Endgame came in also one and two after beating Gruff. And of course, in the regular season, they lost to Death Roll and Ribot. Yes. Minotaur went with their heavier drum. Which that got me worried at first. That was worrisome because that they in their second battle, um, they th- that was a real problem. Yeah, and my worries were gone right away when they tested out their bot when there's the robots activate and they charged forward right away and their front bot the front part of their bot didn't move at all. Right. Uh, their drum wasn't hitting the floor. It seems like they the little bars uh, that's around their drum they made it longer so it's yep. actually touching the floor the entire time right so they're immediately the, gone. the only problem there was if those break off yeah which it doesn't it didn't but it could yeah it could have yeah. uh maybe the, that, i'm just saying that's yeah. the only worry with those um so yeah. it does give them the clearance they need but i imagine it's one of the easier parts of their bot to rip mm-hmm. off so it, it could have been worse because minotaur is a very good defensive bot it is 
they can take a ton of hits. Ton of hits. Especially with this new design, with how their side armor is uh, designed. So, Endgame, um, they came back with their forks. Um, it seemed like their drive issue was fixed, or, or maybe it was fixed. Yeah. Uh, it was a question coming in. Um, and then, of course, they had new belts and all that. So, yeah. and they seemed to be at 100%. Yeah. They had a new wedgelet configuration. Instead of six, they had four. Uh, the wedgelets that we've been used to seeing against Death Roll and Ribot. But uh, those were ripped off right away. So against Gruff, they had the six. Yeah. And the two closest to the weapon were longer. Are yep. those the two that they took off for this battle? Yes. And then they spaced out the, the other, other four. Okay. Um, the announcers mentioned that Endgame was going to try to box rush Minotaur. They didn't. No. They didn't try. And Minotaur wanted to go weapon on weapon. So a box rush wouldn't have and done anything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the first big hit was weapon on weapon. Yeah, and it was a big hit. Yeah, and we saw Endgame starting to lose pieces. So Yeah, as you mentioned, and was their drive was getting worse. And if their drive were working, because there are certain parts where Minotaur is trying to self-right, that would have been perfect points for Endgame to go in and hit Minotaur. But their drive wasn't working, so they weren't able to go in for that hit. Right. So, and... This is when I really started to get excited about Minotaur because they had a couple huge hits. Yeah. Um, they had Endgame on the screws. Uh, the wedgelets were flying all over the place. Um, they actually had them over the screws for yeah. a while. Um, it, it, they were basically off. Endgame was basically off the um, the arena floor yeah. altogether. And they were on top of Minotaur a couple times. It was just a great fight to watch. Now, while they were on the screws or over those screws, um, their weapon was still spinning, though, right? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. Um, so they finally got off, uh, and there was another big hit. Minotaur seemed to have some driving issues, um, and we were a little bit worried, but they yeah. flipped back over. Two more massive hits. Yeah. Endgame wasn't moving. No movement, no weapon. They got counted out. Uh yeah, and when Endgame was on the screws, Minotaur actually turned off their weapon. But I wasn't too sure if it just stopped working. But right when Endgame got off the screws, they immediately turned their weapon back on. And, <laughs> yeah. you, could, and you could hear that hum right away. So. Yeah, and you know, it kind of was that way. Now, this was the second battle of the night for Minotaur. And we saw it in both uh, fights yeah. where towards the end, they, they finally had that spinner up to full speed. Because yeah. they didn't do it for the beginning of either fight. No, which... Uh, it makes sense. They want to get more control over their fight. And then once the bot is weakened a little bit, they can't drive as well. That's when they turn up their weapon. Because they don't need to drive as well when the other bot can't really drive. Right. Um, for Endgame, uh, they did show some durability. Yeah. They I mean, they were taking hits. hits and yeah. that spinner didn't stop moving until they stopped moving. So, right. um, But like always, they have some issues. So this time it was drive issues. Um, I feel like overall the team lacks strategy. Yeah. Uh, it, it works for some people like Yeti. Yeah. Um, and Tombstone. But that's when you got a giant blade. Right. Um, it, not so much for a team like Endgame where driving and, and strategy is going to play a bigger part. Because yeah. they have a front, two sides and a back. And they want to always be facing their opponent. Mm -hmm. And you have to figure out how to do that. How to use the wedge. How to, how to use that yeah. vertical spinner. Um, I, I feel like that's a part of their game that they need to improve on. Yeah, they need to be more reliable and they need an actual strategy going so into fights. For me, their season's over. Yeah. Um, they're now 1-3, and three, uh, and they haven't shown enough. Now, no. they could easily be 3-1. and one. Yeah, they could. But they're not. But they're not. Um, on, the, on the good side, Minotaur dominated. 
Uh, yeah. My initial thought after that one, because we saw these huge hits, was they are back, baby. They yeah, are and back. they are reliable. Um, I, I thought it was a really good weapon choice. Yes. I wasn't sure about it at first. I was a little bit scared for them, mm-hmm. uh, a little bit nervous. Uh, but, but it actually helped a lot. And at the end of this fight, they were two and two. And my thought again was they're back in this. Regardless yes. of what happens in their last fight, they're, they're in this. Yeah, they're in this. Because let's say they lose their finals through two and three. They can end up going three and three. And they can even four, four, end up three. going four and three. And that's yeah. a winning record. Yeah. And that looks good when you're and being selected for the minotaur, tournament. Yeah, know and they're that. minotaur. I think they'll <laughs> give them a pass. Right. They're going to get the benefit of the doubt. And they'll at least be in a six-spot rumble. And I remember you saying this before the episode started. You said they're like duck, but with a powerful weapon. Yep. Because they are really defensive. They were, last season, they took so many hits from Tombstone. And they lo- they got knocked out because they were high-centered on a piece that Tombstone ripped out of the floor. Right. So. Um, I, my, my thought is if Minotaur ends up four and three and say there's a team like Lockjaw that's three and two. Yeah. Who are you taking? Minotaur. Yeah. Minotaur. Minotaur. Um, so regardless of what was going to happen in that last fight, I, I felt like they were back in this. Yep. Um, and you know what they did to end game kind of proved, proved that. Yeah. All right. The, uh, next battle was the other semifinal match. Which was number two Warhawk against number three Black Dragon. Warhawk, of course, took down Ragnarok. They had also beaten Petunia earlier in the season and lost uh, to Hydra. Hydra in a historic fashion. <laughs> uh, Black Dragon. They came in at two and one now, so they had wins against Shredderator and Bloodsport, and then that controversial decision versus Texas Twister. Yeah. Um, essentially, I felt like Warhawk got a bye in the first round. Yeah. Uh, by facing Ragnarok. So I wasn't sure what we were going to see. Yeah. Whereas some, Black Dragon had a very tough first round. Yeah, and something interesting for Black Dragon. This is their first time fighting a vertical spinner. Their three other fights were only against horizontal spinners, which make up a very small portion of the fighting field. Yeah. So it's interesting because there's not that many horizontal spinners, and they ended up going against three Right, and two of them were the full body variety. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, of course, Texas Twister with that massive disc. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, Warhawk had their mini bot. They had extra armor on the side, uh, the same armor that Shatter uses. You know, yeah. this excites me. I love when they start <laughs> using new materials. Yeah. And, and the fact that this, we, we wondered how fast it would take um, for Shatter's strategy to, to permeate through the rest of the field. Yeah. It turns out it's already happening. Yeah. So that is a good thing to see that people are taking that to notice and they're actually adapting their bot to that strategy. Uh, it didn't seem to work, though. It worked, but it didn't help. Right. The the, the armor didn't help. You, you, no. Right. It, it, it worked the way it was supposed to, but it didn't help. Um, you noticed right away that Black Dragon came out with no forks. No. On the front of their bot. Because, yeah. And this actually could have been worse because we saw Warhawk get under that wedge of Black Dragon. It just seems like the forks would have been a better idea because that wedge is mainly for horizontal spinners and it's not really off the ground that much. So I was, I don't know if there's time constraints where they couldn't uh, get their forks on, but. Yeah. um, So you think they should have used their forks? Yeah. And they still won in the end, so. Right. It's not that (laughs) bad. Um, Right away, you know, it was just kind of a pushing match. Um, Black Dragon pushed Warhawk into the screws. Uh, Then there was a big hit. The weapon for Warhawk stopped working right away. Into the screws again. They kind of got stuck. Um, 
And Black Dragon destroyed the mini bot twice, yeah. and that was it. Yeah, they Game over. yeah they hit the mini bot. The wedge got ripped off, and then they just hit the wedge again. So Black Dragon won by knockout. Uh, they incurred absolutely zero damage. Yeah. Um, at three and one, at, at this point they're three and one, looking good no matter what happens. Yeah. Um, we were surprised that they entered. Um, yeah. But, I mean, it will prove to be a great decision for them. Right. Um, even if they had lost in the championship, um, be three they would have been three and two. So they still would have been in, in a, a really good spot. So yeah. I, I I was surprised that they entered. You were surprised that they entered. Um, but you know what? <laughs> we were surprised last year when Lockjaw entered. Yeah. and Because last won. year it was a bunch of bad bots. Yeah. More or less. Yeah. We had Lockjaw and Gigabyte and those are only good yeah. bots. And Lucky made it to the final without really being able to do anything. So, yeah. Um, Warhawk, you know, no weapon. No, nope. they had no chance. Yeah, um, th- disappointing. Uh, they're yeah. two and two officially, so they've lost to Hydra and Black Dragon, beaten Ragnarok and Petunia. For me, I'm just gonna say it. Effectively, their season is over. Yeah, they can go four and two. I don't think that's gonna happen though, given all their reliability issues with their weapon. If they go four and two. I'm still not sure that's going to be enough because right now their only two wins are against Petunia and Ragnarok. Yeah. Well, we don't know how Petunia did against Marvin. We didn't end up watching that bonus battle. To me, that doesn't even matter. Yeah. But, yeah, Warhawk's not looking so good. No. Um, Yeah, I think their season's over, and it's disappointing for me. I mean, I'm essentially calling uh, Warhawk and Endgame out of the championship. They they could make it in through Rumbles or blah, blah, blah. Well, they can also affect how other bots get into the championship. But I don't think either bot is going to be in the championship. Yeah. And these are two bots that I was especially high on uh, yeah. when we were previewing the season. So, disappointing yeah. for me. Um, yeah, they can still change other bots' fate for getting to the championship. But I mean, we out. can talk about ifs and bots all day. Yeah. But I'm just telling you what I think. Yeah. I mean, do you think they're going to go 4-2? Uh, No. <laughs> I think they're at most going three and three. Do you think they're going to be in the championship? No. Right. Okay. So we agree. Yeah. Um, so the seventh fight of the night was a bonus battle of sorts. I guess yeah. you're not calling it a this bonus counts. battle, but I it's a bonus battle because I, yeah. this was the Desperado tournament episode and they always want to have eight battles. Um, so they showed this, they aired this There's actually fight. seven battles in each episode. So this was a shocking addition when we first saw the fight card. Well, yeah, I'm throwing in those bonus battles. Oh, yeah. Uh, which only appear on the Science Channel. Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. Typically, there are seven. Um, and you know what? These, um, they showed all of the fights in their entirety, which I love. Yeah, I I was a little worried when I saw that there was going to be this battle, Deep Six versus Axe Backwards. I was like, oh, are they going to not show one of the first fights? Because last year, you remember, there was some controversy because they would show parts of fights. Yeah. And it seems well, like they've gotten away from that this year. They did that for Desperado last season. They didn't show Valkyrie versus Hypothermia. And then they didn't show Gigabyte versus Double Dutch. So this is one of the absolute huge benefits of being a two-hour show. Yes. Awesome. Okay, so Deep Six came in. They were 0-0. Zero and zero. They are a rookie. Um, uh, Ex-Navy Divers. Um, these guys have this weapon that is massive. Everyone on social media has been talking about these guys yeah. um, for the last eight months. <laughs> uh, taking on Axe Backwards, who was 0-2. They uh, lost to Mammoth, 
uh, which is kind of embarrassing, and they lost to Texas Twister, which, which isn't so embarrassing. No, Texas Twister did beat Black Dragon, the eventual champions of Desperado. So um, they've had a bad, uh, a disappointing season. No, yeah, no their doubt. Spinner hasn't spun up once. So they right. Um, so really, their only chance in this was to avoid Deep Six's weapon altogether yeah. and hope that Deep Six. Um, Destroyed itself. Yeah. Hit the floor. Busted something internally. Deep Six added some poles in the back, which is actually something I said to you. Maybe they need another thing in the back of their bot so they don't go backwards. Definitely. So they've got the biggest weapon we've ever seen. Yeah. Um, because I'm not counting Mammoth's flipper thing as a weapon. <laughs> yeah. Um, this weapon is unbelievably massive. Yeah. It, scary big. Think of huge but not giant wheels. It's still on the ground. Yeah. I mean, this... But the weapon must be... Twice as twice as heavy, at yeah. least as huge as it's a hundred pounds. Um, the question always was, can they drive and can they move around the arena? They can't really move around the arena, but they had a great strategy. They're just gonna stand still, and when the bot circles them, they're just gonna keep their heads towards them. Yeah. Um. So axe backwards. When this fight started, they kind of started to go aggressively towards deep six, and then backed off right away. Yeah. And uh, that gave Deep Six a chance to spin up to full power, or as much... They only went to about 50% of their power. Yeah, which, that's pretty scary. That is scary. Um, but they let them get to that point. Um, yeah, and the another The first thing, couple hits didn't really do much damage, and I was thinking, wow, maybe we overestimated this weapon, but then... Ah, uh, that final hit came in, the fireworks. wheel came off. And another thing to say, Axe Backwards pumps some pretty large wheels on their bot. I didn't know why they did that because they actually put their drum off the ground which gave deep six the place for an uppercut right it gave them that perfect scenario yeah so i don't know what they were thinking there um so of course that huge hit um kind of split axe backwards but it didn't really it just knocked off one of the wheels and didn't even come off all the way like it was still basically attached and And the announcers just kept going on about how they had two bots now and it's like no they've got a bot with a wheel yeah, and you could see they left a giant gash in the drum spinner, and the drum spinner is actually bent a little so bit. So who left a giant gash in the drum spinner? Deep Six. When they hit Axe backwards, they, you know how they left a gash. They, yeah, so they made it. Yeah, they made a gash. Yeah, okay. Um, and the drum spinner did look bent, yeah. which that's right. never good. Right, I mean, their season was already over, but the, yeah. their season's definitely over. Um, we know that they applied for Desperado and didn't get in. Yeah, same for Deep Six. Deep Six, um, I, that one I understood, though, because they, they hadn't, hadn't fought. fought. Yeah. Um, so they did win by knockout, yeah. um, but they were f- on fire at the end. Yeah. I noticed that, and then the announcers noticed that right as I noticed that. Um. So I'm going to just assume with Deep Six that they weren't able to fight earlier in the season. Yeah, no, that's my prediction. Because I'd be shocked if one of their fights went on there. Right, and I think the only way that you wouldn't have fought by now is if you weren't ready to fight by now. Yeah, so I, I'm excited to see what's next for Deep Six. Who are they going to fight next? Absolutely, and not only this year, but next season. So yeah. I, I, I doubt they can make it. Um, even in like a rumble situation, yeah, if I mean, they're, they're in a they're rumble, vulnerable. they're dead. Yeah, they're very vulnerable. Yeah. They need to be one-on-one and just use that weapon to just destroy someone. Yeah. One punch. I'd like to see one hit wonder. They're, they're the new one-hit wonder, and I don't yeah. mean like a rock star where there's only one hit. <laughs> yeah. But each fight, if they get one big hit on you, you're done. Yeah, and 
I'd like to see him face a bot like Huge because their spinner is tall enough to hit the base of Huge, which is not it's not something I thought I'd say at right. some point. Yeah, that that would be a really fun fight. I mean, yeah. to see them fight Mammoth or Huge, uh, those three bot maybe they should put all three of them in a rumble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just the giant bots. Yeah, the giant uh, bot Deep rumble. Six is not the third largest bot though. Third largest, second largest actually is Nightmare. And okay. third tallest is huge. Okay. But still, that would be a great rumble to see. Yeah, absolutely. When I think of big bots, those are the three I think of. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that brings us to what essentially becomes the main event. Yeah, you told me this could have been the main event. Could have been a main event. Uh, Black Dragon, at this point, they're sitting at 3-1, and one, really 4-0. and oh. Minotaur, 2-2, two and two, but they had issues with ground yeah. clearance. It wasn't... That this bot isn't great. Um, right away, though, I mentioned something to you during the introductions. Minotaur looked scared. Yeah, no, the team looked scared. I've never they're... seen them like that. Yeah. You mentioned they didn't look like that against Bite Force. Yeah, in the finals of the top 16. Last year, the championship match, they didn't look scared. They looked yeah. excited. Um, yeah. In this battle, they kind of looked scared. Um, they didn't mention that Black Dragon had a wedge that they had been saving specifically for Minotaur. So they <laughs> built this thing with Minotaur, Minotaur in mind because they're both from Brazil. Yeah. So that was their main uh, competition in their brain. That's who they wanted to beat. They had this weapon. Made for or Minotaur. this wedge made just for Minotaur. Which I think is pretty funny. Because when you think of designs to be a certain bot, you think of Tombstone, Tombstone. Rocco, Bite Force. Yeah. Not Minotaur. Mostly Tombstone. But yeah. yeah. Um, Minotaur went back to their smaller spinner. Yep. And before this battle started, I looked at you and I said, both of these bots are, I think, are going to be in the in the championship tournament yeah. when it's all said and done. And both of them are going to be in my top 16 this week. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm still sticking with that. Um, so Black Dragon was more aggressive at the beginning, but both bots were able to spin up. And then it became like this weird pushing match. So for yeah. a while, um, I was thinking, there is did a, we overhype yeah. this? There is a ton of weapon-on-weapon weapon action, though. Yes. So then there were a couple huge hits right away. Um, Black Dragon lost one of their uh, forks, but then they flipped Minotaur. Uh, Minotaur yeah. was on the screws. Yeah. Uh, we've seen a lot of screw action in this episode. <laughs> that should yeah. be the name of the episode, screw action. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but Minotaur was able to get off of the screws, um, but Black Dragon kept getting under... Um, Minotaur. Minotaur and that ended up being a problem yeah um, and the weapon was a little bit slower for Black Dragon yeah and there is this one giant impact between Black Dragon and Minotaur that sent Minotaur flying into the wall when they're on the other side of the arena yes um, and it really caught me off guard seeing that interaction I thought it would be Black Dragon that would be flying in an interaction like that so is this when Black Dragon hit Minotaur or was this weapon on weapon uh, it was weapon on weapon, and it was in Black Dragon's favor. Yep. Um, so they were able to get under Minotaur, as we as we talked about. They were stronger. Um, yep. They were just pushing Minotaur around. Uh, Minotaur didn't really have anything to offer in that regard. Yeah, I was shocked to see that Minotaur is losing in the pushing match because we could see in the finals last season, Minotaur was beating Bite Force in the pushing match, which is not something everyone can say. Yeah, so... Um, 
this was interesting to me. It went to a decision. It went the full three minutes. Um, it was a unanimous decision. And I think once you start breaking down <clears throat> the scoring, um, the way I broke it down was four points for Black Dragon and three for Minotaur. Yeah. I gave um, Black Dragon two points for control. Yeah. Um, I gave them each one point for aggression. Yeah. And I gave Minotaur a two to one advantage on damage. Damage. Yeah, I can agree with that. Um, and what a fight. The, the problem I have with the decision, I think it was the right decision, is how yeah. I would have scored it. The problem I have is for the last two minutes of the fight, Black Dragon didn't have a weapon. No, and it was just Minotaur. And, and so they had more torque. So they were able to push yeah. Minotaur around, but is that enough? Like being able to push someone in a win a pushing contest, think, a tug of war, is that enough I think, to, to guarantee yeah. you a spot in the championship? Tournament? I think the way that they were pushing them around, they were able to get to the back of Minotaur and push that spinner into the wall of the arena. And they're just able to bully Minotaur the entire time. Yeah, and when that happened, when they pushed them into that, that part of the wall that used to flip out like a pinball machine, um, yeah. I was surprised Minotaur didn't power down. I think they did because all Eventually, of a sudden, they did. all of a sudden, it just stopped yeah, working. But for initially, they didn't. Yeah. And I was like, "Why are they just ramming yeah. their weapon into the wall?" Like it looks cool. Once they slow down, Black Dragon's gonna back off of them. Right. They're not gonna back off till that weapon's right. slowing down. So for a couple reasons, they should have probably spun down sooner. Yeah. Um. So Black Dragon is your giant bolt winner. Yeah. It is well deserved. Very well deserved. They had the better driver. Yeah, they really did. Again, we're seeing these young 20-year-olds taking over the driving. Yeah. And Minotaur, they have a great driver. They're a great driving team. Yep, well above average. Uh, yeah. One of the best drivers. Not, not in that top, top tier, yeah. but a very good driver. Enough to win a judge's decision. Correct. Against a bot Normally. like Minotaur. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was talking about Minotaur. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, you could say that for both bots. Right. No, I was surprised by Black Dragon's driver because yeah. we haven't seen much of them. You no. know, now they're uh, four and one. Yeah. So we've seen um, five battles of theirs, but three of them were tonight. So before tonight, we'd only seen them twice. I was yeah. really impressed by the driving. And it, so I was trying to say, maybe I said it wrong, but Minotaur is an above average driver. Yeah. And so to outdrive an above average driver is very impressive. Yeah. Last season, Balabots did a Twitter poll for best driver. Minotaurs won the four bots nominated. The other bots were Free Shipping, Whiplash, and Bite Force. I don't remember who won, but they Probably are. Whiplash. Yeah. Especially if it was social media. Yeah, because they're known for being the driving team. Right. Yeah. Uh, because they're awesome at it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but now, you know what? We're going to have to throw Black Dragon into that mix because they outdrove Minotaur. Yeah. And, well, so last season when Lockjaw won, I, I didn't think they deserved the number nine seed when they had one. But if Black Dragon gets a number nine seed, they deserve the number nine seed. Well, that would be an upset, I think. I mean, they're five and one. Yeah. Or and four and one. They took down really, Minotaur. Really five and oh. Yeah. They took down a working Minotaur. If you give them that win like we're doing and like the selection committee is doing... They might be the only five-win team in the <laughs> in championship uh, competition. Yeah. yeah. So, it, I, I think Black Dragon will be on the better half of the bracket. Uh, who knows? But I think they should. I think they deserve it. Yeah, and I'm gonna have to see where I'm going to put them. So they actually dropped out of our week eight rankings. They were number sixteen in week seven. Yeah. Um, week uh, eight. 
It is weak. Um, <laughs> let's see. They were number 20. Yeah. They and are definitely jumping. I, I have to put them in my bracket now because I'm trying to predict the top 16. So they will be in my bracket. They will be high up. Yes. It's yeah. like how Death Row jumped from nothing to nine when they got their third one. So, right. <laughs> right. And they might jump higher than this. Yeah. Um, than that. So we are going to do uh, two, at least two episodes next week. Yep. Um, and one of them is going to be our unofficial BattleBots rankings. So if you want to vote in that, uh, once again, you have until Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, that's unofficialbattlebots at gmail.com. Uh, we will do another one the following week. It really yeah. shouldn't change. No. But if different people send in their rankings, it will change. So this yeah. will be interesting <laughs> to see what changes when no one fights. Yeah. Um, but we are going to do it every week. Um, there is just one week off of BattleBots. There are no fights next Friday. Nope. Uh, but two weeks from tonight, they're coming back yeah. uh, for episode nine. So that's going to be awesome. Um, so next week, we will do a our ranking show. Okay. And then later in the week, we will do a first half recap, and we will review the unaired battles, which we will have access to tomorrow. Yes. So there is a BattleBot supporters group on Facebook, which I encourage anyone uh, to join. Yeah. It's five bucks a month, and that money goes to BattleBots, yeah. which helps put on these awesome seasons. Yeah, and because BattleBots, they usually get close to being canceled because they don't have the money so by giving them your money that's less of a chance of them being off the air right and you get um you get early access to the fight cards yep uh you get behind the scenes videos you get pit coverage that you don't get and they do um interviews with the bot owners uh which it is definitely worth the money there's a great community there it is also spoiler free so everything we're doing here aligns with what they're doing yeah in the facebook supporters you're group. not going to know who won the championship correct um and through that subscription we get to watch the unaired battles they will be yep. online tomorrow I yeah believe. they said some of many I don't know if they're going to show all the unaired fights of the first half or they're only going to show half the unaired fights of the first half but Still, they're going to show some honored battles. Yes. Um, and you brought up something very interesting about Quantum. Why don't you tell everyone what you found out? So I heard that the Quantum versus Death Row fight actually happened during the recording of Desperado. So we were surprised after Quantum got uh, beat up in that By, fight that they, yeah. did, that they didn't enter Desperado. They didn't even put their name yeah. in. But... They were one and one. They were one and one at that time. Um, and They seemed pretty confident in their bot. So... Correct. And same could be said about Railgun Max, because we were like, why did they enter? They were 2-0. Uh, Railgun Max versus Shellshock, that also could have happened during Desperado. So they potentially they were only 1-0. Yeah. Um, and they may um, have just wanted to fight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, their first season of BattleBots, I don't yeah. know how easy it is to watch BattleBots in China. No. Um, so I don't know if... I don't know. I don't know yeah. if they fully understood... Um, what what that entails. Yeah, and their bot also started smoking in both of their fights. Because they seem like the t type of team that would be like, oh, we can fight up to three times? Like, throw us in there. <laughs> I, I could see him being in a grudge match at the end of the season. Definitely. Grudges in quotes. I mean, the, the selection committee is going to have to figure out what to do with a bot like Railgun Max because yeah. they've been uh, really good for two fights. Uh, no real signature wins. Yeah. But they've been really good. And they yeah. ripped the bot in half. Yeah. And then they threw a bot into the wall and made him start 
like just in a cloud of smoke. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be one of those interesting things. But it is interesting that Cobalt, that fight. Um, so we're not Quantum. seeing. What I, oh, I said Cobalt. Yeah. Um, Quantum. Uh, we're not seeing these battles as they happened. Yeah. They're showing them to us out of order. So yeah. that creates yeah, some of the because, confusion. Yeah, because like, so Doc versus Bombshell, that was aired in the second episode, but that was the very first fight recorded. Of the whole season? Yeah. Okay. Um, so that's why uh, we do our best to try to sort through all that, uh, yeah. but we really are going spoiler free. We honestly don't know any of this stuff yeah. until after these battles air, and then we start finding out information about the battles that we didn't yeah. know. So. Um, okay, so uh, two episodes next week. We'll do unaired battle review with our first half recap. That'll be later in the week. On Tuesday, we'll do our unofficial BattleBot rankings for week nine. Uh, again, send them to us at unofficialbattlebots at gmail.com. Uh, I want to thank everyone again. One, again, this week, we had our highest number of downloads ever. Um, so week over week, we're actually picking up downloads yeah, and listens very nice and listens um till at least the last five minutes or basically 90 percent of the show um so that is awesome so thank you um the only thing we can do to make this better is if you interact with us so send us your emails yeah uh, any questions any comments concerns uh, again we're very close to going live stream yeah uh, we'll, where we'll be able to take calls um immediately after the fight which will be awesome yep um, and that's something we're really looking forward to. Okay, let's wrap this up. Uh, what was the best fight of the night for you? Minotaur versus Endgame. Okay, so that was a semifinal. Yeah. Uh, uh, how about next? Next would be Minotaur versus Black Dragon. Yeah. And what was the worst fight of the night? Anything Ooh. with Ragnarok? Yeah. Warhawk <laughs> versus Ragnarok. Okay. All Maybe right. Endgame versus Gruff, because nothing really happened after the first hit. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. At least stuff happened in Borhawk versus Ragnarok. I have that Gruff fight a little bit higher in my mind because I was just impressed with Gruff. Yeah. In a way nothing, that I wasn't yeah. before. Nothing is really happening, though. Um, all right, well, the jet's about to take off, as you can hear. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we're going to wrap this up. Any final thoughts? No. All right, uh, thanks again for listening. Uh, like, subscribe, rate, and review. Our plane's about to take off, so we got to get out of here. Yeah. Have a great night.